We all appreciate beautiful eyes and we want healthy eyes, but sometimes we forget to focus on how eye health affects eye beauty. So our guest today is Dr. Chatel Shaw, who is known to her friends and her family as Nikki. She is a Long Island ophthalmologist who takes a uniquely holistic approach to eye health and beauty on behalf of her patients. As a result, Dr. Shaw has developed a new eye care technology that can keep our eyes looking and feeling fresh and healthy. Nikki, thank you so much for joining us. I see that you are all about eye health. Did you see what I did right there? Yeah. Jokes for days. <laughs> no jokes. You didn't even laugh. See, that's why I never got into comedy. Um, <laughs> and the listeners are probably saying, yes, thank goodness you did not. Um, but nonetheless, this is a very important topic. No laughing matter. I'm so happy to have you on here. Uh, me specifically, or me personally, I have had what I call bad eyes since I was a kid. I've been wearing contact lenses since I was 10 years old. Um, so maybe huh. you can give us all some advice for all of us who have, quote, bad eyes, how to improve our eye health? Definitely. Definitely. So many people wear contacts and many people need glasses. And there's nothing wrong with that because obviously the eye is one of our most valuable sense organs. It gives us the ability to see. But it's so important that we take care of it. So a lot of people that wear contact lenses, and you may feel this as well, they tend to suffer from dry eyes. Basically, mm -hmm. our contact lenses, the way that they stay soft is by absorbing our natural tears. And so when they're taking our tears to stay soft, to keep the contact lens flexible and soft, it's the tears are not moisturizing our eyes. So mm -hmm. it's really important that we think about how we moisturize our eyes so that they continue to be healthy so that we can see well and we can continue to wear makeup and, and put other things around our eyes and that they don't get irritated. What are some products out there that are safe? Because I've wondered that, you know, it is going directly into my eye, whether they be drops or contact solution and looking at the ingredient list. Well, shoot, I don't know what more than half of those things are. So are there anything, um, maybe without naming any product names, if you don't want to go there, any yeah. things that we should look out for that are going to be good for our eyes? Yeah, so definitely anything that has hyaluronic acid will be very moisturizing. Glycerin will be very moisturizing. And other chemicals like BAK, it's a very common preservative. Some products like cleansers might put that at a higher amount than is in eye drops, and that might cause irritation. Phenoxyethanol is another ingredient commonly found in makeup removers, and that can strip the oils on our ocular surface, as, as well as sodium laureth. That's another very commonly found ingredient that can also irritate the ocular surface. Mm. Yeah. Okay, true or false, <laughs> carrots <laughs> improve our eye health. Absolutely true. Really? Carrot, yeah. Oh, man. My grandma used to tell me that all the time, and I hated carrots. Oh, well, listen to your grandma. <laughs> she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> carrots are great. They're rich in beta carotene, and that all helps support our eye health. It supports our back of the eye, which is our retina, specifically our macula, and that's really the center point of our vision. So eat your carrots. Man. All right. I got to get on that because... <laughs> 
there's been a lot of lag time in my <laughs> life of not eating carrots. Okay. And there's another thing. I remember seeing the eye doctor, one of my eye doctors years ago, who told me there, is it a vitamin? Not lysine. I don't know why lysine is on the um, tip of my tongue. I know that's not it. It starts with an L though, that, that we can take over the counter. That's good for our eyes. Lutein. Lutein. Okay. Lutein. I knew it sounded like lysine. Yes. Exactly. Lutein is also very rich. Uh, carrots have lutein, lutein in it. So do green leafy vegetables. Mm. And that's also great for the back of the eye for our retinal health. And it's also really important to wear sunglasses because that also protects our eyes, keeps our retina healthy so mm -hmm. that we can avoid problems, specifically macular degeneration. When you hear about carrots and lutein and xanthine, they're mm -hmm. talking about something called macular degeneration, which can be hereditary. And it's usually a process of aging. And um, it's very sad because people, they lose a lot of vision when they develop macular degeneration. And a diet can help prevent that. Yes. I have a family member right now who's going through that, who has to get shots in her yeah. eyes. Oh, that makes I my know. eyes water just thinking about that. So that's a way to prevent that is taking those over-the-counter multi or vitamins, the, the lutein vitamins. Yep. It helps. Avoiding smoking helps prevent it. Avoiding secondhand smoke, having a great diet with green leafy vegetables, the carrots, the beta carotene, and sunglasses. Very important to limit sun exposure. Those all can help with macular degeneration. Good to know. Um, for us contact wearers yeah. out there, um, I would love to get your opinion on LASIK because I have not mustered up the courage to have it done yet. Um, again, I've been wearing contacts since I was 10, so it's just a part of my morning routine. But right. it would be nice, especially when I'm tired and my eyes are puffy, to not pry them open to put my contacts in. But again, I haven't gotten there yet. But just your opinion on that. Is it a scary procedure? LASIK is such a great procedure. It's very well studied. Uh, recently, a couple years ago, they did publish the FDA results, and it's a very safe, very effective procedure. Um, you know, it is a procedure, so it's not uh, maybe as quick as people sometimes think or as painless as people sometimes think. There is some discomfort involved um, just because of the procedure, but it's very safe. And usually within a couple hours, people are already noticing the difference that their vision is phenomenally better. Mm -hmm. I would just say it's very important if someone is considering LASIK, dry eyes can really affect the outcome of LASIK. So you really want to make sure that you're lubricating the eyes because you don't want to go into LASIK or any eye surgery for that matter with dry eyes. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't want to talk too much about contact lenses because not everyone wears them, but something else sure. that comes to my mind that I'd love to talk to you about is makeup and makeup remover. I have tried so many different types of makeup remover. I actually prefer the oils only because the oil seems to take off my makeup a lot better, but it just fogs up my contacts and gets all over my eyes. My eyeball, I feel, <laughs> is just flooded with oil, which cannot be good, cannot be healthy for my eyes. So what, when we're looking for makeup remover, whether they be the oils, the wipes or whatever is available to us, what do we need to look out for as far as something being okay for our eyes? 
Yeah. So it's always good. First, you put your contacts in, then apply your makeup. And at the end of the day, take your contacts out and then remove your makeup. Mm -hmm. If you do it the other way around, the makeup remover will um, react with your contacts and create the oil layer like you're seeing. But it's really important to use makeup removers that are specifically for the eye and eye makeup remover. You don't want to use makeup removers that are for the face on the eye area just because they're different and you need something gentler. Yeah, something gentle as far as a remover goes and also as makeup goes, right? I mean, I can only imagine what's in mascara and some of the eyeliners that were lining the lids of our eyes with. Exactly. It's so important. I mean, we're always really conscious about choosing makeup that's not going to harm us. But what we don't always think about is, is the makeup that we're choosing, is that helping our eye health and our overall wellness? Mm-hmm. So it's really important. You want to choose eye makeup that will not clog the lash line oil glands. It's actually mm-hmm. really interesting. Yeah, we have we have oil glands on our skin and we think about those all the time, right? We don't want to clog them. We're very mindful of those pores on our skin. But we also have those same pores that sit just behind our eyelashes, they're called the meibobian glands and they're yeah they're they're really important they're these little microscopic oil glands and they secrete oil that that coats our eye that keeps our eye moisturized and a lot of makeup can clog those oil glands so it's really important that you take off your makeup with something that's going to keep those oil glands open and healthy. And they need those little glands need some love, but I think we forget about them. Yeah. Or, or like me, I didn't even know they existed. Poor exactly. guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They need <laughs> some no love. Idea. I had no idea you were even there. Um, I wonder <laughs> if there, is there some sort of a makeup line out there that kind of promotes eye health or is directed just towards eye sensitivity or things like that? I haven't found one yet. You know, I talk a lot about beauty with my patients and they come in asking me, you know, what can I use? I tried to use something that's hypoallergenic, but I'm still having irritation. I'm still having problems. And I I haven't found anything yet. And I, I think the reason is, is that a lot of makeup standards, we're not putting eye standards to general makeup. And I think we should because the eye eyelid area, the eye anatomy is completely different from our facial anatomy. So when we say that something is hypoallergenic, organic, vegan for the face, those same principles might not apply for the eye. So, so far I haven't found that, but um, it is commonly asked. Well, it sounds like a gap in the business that you may need to jump on. <laughs> yes, I think so. I, I do love uh, I do love uh, beauty and makeup, so I hope yes. I can help people. Now, you did have a hand in formulating a new product. Um, uh, we were just talking about eye makeup remover wipes, and I know that you helped formulate the uh, cleansing wipes for Salvasa. So, can you tell us a little bit more about those and how those affect our eye health? Yeah, so cleaning and hygiene is at the cornerstone of our eye health. If we don't keep those oil glands open and our lash roots clean, we won't have healthy eyes and then we won't have beautiful eyes. So with the Sovasa Clarity Wipes, they have a very special complex that I created and patented. 
And the complex helps keep those oil glands open. And it also balances the microbiome of the eyelid skin. It helps reduce inflammation in the eye area. And all of that will lead to beautiful, healthy, fresh-feeling eyes that will hopefully age less because what woman doesn't want to not age? Oh, absolutely. I'm raising my hand over here. Um, (laughs) And I was reading a little bit about the products, and there was a word that came up that I had never heard of. I'm certain a lot of our listeners probably have never heard of it, although it's very common. So what is blepharitis? Yeah, say that 10 times fast, right? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Blepharitis is so common, but you're right. Most people have not heard of blepharitis. It's a very common condition. It affects about 180 million people. And it's the bread and butter of ophthalmologists. We see this day in and day out. And what it is, is when those little lash line oil glands, when they get clogged from makeup, from not cleaning the eyes enough, from allergies in the environment, when those lash line oil glands get clogged, the eye gets very irritated. And most of the times it's just very annoying. Your eye might burn, itch, may feel dry. It's usually not serious in most cases. But that's that's what blepharitis is. Hmm. So you mentioned microbiome, and for our frequent listeners, they have come to learn uh, what microbiome is all about simply because I did a podcast episode with Larry Weiss, who has studied microbiome for years. Um, so we're all getting a little bit more familiar with that word, thanks to the beauty construct here. Um, But I don't know how it would relate to our eyes and our eye health. So can you talk just a little bit more about that and just different like environmental factors that may affect the microbiome? Yeah, I'd love to. So the microbiome, or maybe we can call it microiome, since we're talking about (laughs) eyes. See see what Uh I did there? (laughs) I like that. It was better than my joke at the beginning. (laughs) So actually, it's really interesting. For many years, scientists thought that healthy eyes lacked an organized microbiome. Scientists just thought that our tears would just kind of wash away any bacteria that was present. So they didn't think there was a microbiome that existed on our eyes. But now it's been proven that the eye itself does have its own microbiome. And it's really important that we keep it balanced because as we know, the microbiome is a balance between good and bad bacteria. And that balance gives us a healthy protective layer. So a lot of environmental factors such as pollution, allergens in the environment, makeup, not taking makeup off properly, even contact lenses, all of those things can cause inflammation on the surface of the eye. And whenever we cause inflammation, our microbiome becomes disrupted. And when that happens, we leave our eyes vulnerable to problems like dry eyes and blepharitis. Hmm. And of course, over the long period of time, these problems can affect our beauty and well-being. Wow. And then what are some, let's say, common misconceptions about how we should care for our eyes and the skin around our eyes? Yeah, there's a lot of misconceptions. So we sometimes lump the facial skin with our eye skin area. Our eyelid skin area, it's anatomically different than facial skin. It's actually the thinnest skin in the body at 0.5 millimeters thick. And because of that, it's very delicate. It has very little collagen, very little elastin in it. 
And we don't realize that our eyelid skin is actually the most vulnerable skin in the body. And it's the first area in the body to show signs of aging. Hmm. So yeah, we don't, we don't think about that. And we also don't think about those little oil glands. No, no. So we want to take care of these guys for more reasons than one. Yeah. We talked about eye makeup remover. We talked a little bit about makeup. Let's talk about eye creams now that you're just mentioning it's one of the fastest to age. So I've always heard that that's probably the best and most effective way to prevent the crow's feet, the fine lines and wrinkles under the eyes is to keep up with the eye cream. But with that being said, eye cream can bleed and run into our eyes and we don't want that to affect our eye health. So what should we look out for when we're purchasing or when we're shopping for different types of eye creams? Yeah. So when we're purchasing eye creams, you know, we always think about retinol as being a great anti-aging ingredient and it is for the facial skin. But sometimes eye creams have retinol in them. And if that travels up into the eye, that can be very irritating. Um, I've caught that in a lot of my female patients are using eye creams that contain retinol. And mm -hmm. they do experience irritation. And once they stop it, they do get better. So that's something very important to look out for. And it's important when you're applying the eye cream you just want to use your ring finger since it's the weakest finger and focus applying it along the orbital bone. Never put products directly on the lash line uh, because your eyelid skin is actually warmer than any of the skin on your face. So products will naturally move inwards because the heat will kind of uh, dissolve them and move them towards the eye. Mm. So you don't need to put it that close to the eye. It will travel there. Good to know. So when we're shopping for all of those products, say eyeshadow and eyeliner and mascara and eye creams, is there one or two things that we really need to look out for, whether it be hypoallergenic or designated for sensitive eyes? Or is there something maybe on the packaging that we should look out for that's going to be better for our eyes than some other products? I think you want to use things that are free of fragrance, free of okay. dyes because mm -hmm. those will irritate the eyes. Um, always avoiding waterproof mascara will help because when we're using waterproof makeup, we really have to rub to get them off. Yeah. And that can cause a lot of irritation. That's a good one. And that's very true. The waterproof mascara, just I mean, it's so hard to get off. It is very hard. And then, you know, the skin is so thin, it's so delicate. And then you're rubbing away, you get it, it becomes loose over a period of time. And then you have sagging eyes. Yeah. I'm seeing more and more posts on social media about under eye fillers. Um, I don't know if this is a new thing or maybe I'm just seeing it. All of these different uh, influencers and, and just what seems women in general uh, are seeing some hollowing out with aging underneath mm -hmm. their eyes and they're getting fillers put in. You have any input on that? Is that good for our eyes? I don't think they're bad for our eyes. And I think that fillers really help people feel better about themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, it gives you a kind of a boost of confidence. You don't feel like you look tired. So I'm not opposed to that. It doesn't hurt the eyes. Um, sometimes they do say that Botox uh, around the eyes can reduce 
the pumping of those oil glands. So if you have to get a filler, I, I would avoid Botox. There are other chemicals that they can, or ingredients that they use to fill. So maybe avoid that. Um, but Botox is obviously very, very wild, widely used and many people do just fine with it. Yeah. I know a lot of people get it put in their crow's feet. So do you think that's far enough away from the eyes? I do. I do. Okay. Yeah. Just make sure that you're having a professional, a physician injected, someone that's trained in oculoplastics mm -hmm. or regular plastic surgery. I wouldn't let any, just anyone inject near the eye area because um, it's very thin and you don't want any problems. Sure. Sure. Um, it's funny as we're talking, all these things are kind of popping up in my head and I'm just recalling a time that I was actually using a, um, it was an acne product, a salicylic acid acne product. And I had of course washed my hands. I've been very diligent with that, you know, over the years, washing my hands before I put my contacts in or washing my hands before I apply anything to my face. So I had washed ahead of time, but didn't wash afterwards before I grabbed my contacts and put them in Ooh. my eyes. Yes. Yes. And this was years ago and I can still feel the burn when I talk about this story. <laughs> um, so in that case, if something was to get into our eyes, what is the best way to kind of wash them out? Is it contact solution? Is it warm water? Um, you know, if there's something that's just irritating us, what's the best way to go about that? Well, take out your contacts, of course. <laughs> and then the best way to irrigate them would just be with regular room temperature water or lukewarm water. Mm -hmm. And just kind of fill the water in the cups of your hand and keep your eye open and keep flushing, flushing, flushing. I wouldn't use any solution. You know, if you're feeling okay within, I would say, 10, 15 minutes, you're probably okay. But if you're having more irritation, then you should probably either go to the emergency room or your doctor, because sometimes depending on what you get in the eye, the pH of it, like hair dye, I'll give you that example. Hair dyes are very basic pH, and that can cause a lot of damage to the eye, long-term damage. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure with that type of thing, you want to get the pH of your eye checked. So it's better to go irrigate as much as you can at home and then go to the ophthalmologist office. Yeah. And what about chlorine? I know a lot of people who swim with their eyes open. Yeah. Chlorine is irritating, but it won't cause, it won't cause long lasting damage. We actually use that same chemical that's in chlorine to treat certain eye infections. Um, so imagine that in an, in a drop form and someone's putting that in their eye every two hours. So it's yeah. not going to cause long lasting damage, but of course it's irritating. Okay. Um, before I let you go, I just want to talk about a couple more myths that hopefully you can bust for us. And yeah. speaking of long lasting damage, one of those is too much TV time is going to weaken our eye health. So is that true or false? Partially true, partially false. Okay. <laughs> so when we're watching TV as adults, we're staring at something, even in kids, actually, we're staring at something. And whenever we stare at something, we forget to blink. When we forget to blink, our eyes can become dry and then our vision gets blurry. So our rule that we tell people is 20, 20, 20. Every 20 minutes, look 20 feet away for 20 seconds, whether that's a TV or a computer or you're reading your iPad. Um, it's very important not to stare at something and just take breaks. Hmm, okay, that's great advice. And then the other myth is which I'm not sure if this is a myth because I've just heard about this 
recently, um, these blue light glasses. If we spend more than one hour on our phones a day, we need to start wearing blue light glasses. Is that true or false? False. It's not proven that blue light glasses help with the eyes. It's not proven that they reduce the risk of macular degeneration. It doesn't reduce the risk of dry eyes. So far, it's been studied and they haven't proved that it's beneficial. So I would say false. Okay. So they just look cute. They look cute. And that's why they're looking cute. <laughs> that's it. But I'm certain as an eye doctor, you would tell all of your patients to cut back on the, uh, the laptop and the iPhone time, right? Can't be good for us. No, it's not good for us. Our eye needs a break. It needs to rest. We need to close them. And, um, you know, it's not good for our well-being as well. It's good to take a, a breather from that for more than one reason. Your eye is one of them. Yeah. But, you know, I just got the new iPhone and this one automatically dims at night. And I do appreciate that. And I feel like that's got to be better for my eye health because when it's bright, my eyes feel a lot more sensitive when I'm laying in bed checking my phone. <laughs> I agree. I, I don't think there's um, a proven health beneficial aspect to that yet, but it's more comforting in a dim light to look at something else that's dim rather than in a dim light looking at something that's very bright. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so to wrap things up, it sounds like we want hypoallergenic, yep. possibly minimal ingredients in any type of product that we buy. We need to eat more carrots. Yes. We need some lutein. Did I say it right this time? That's correct. Okay. <laughs> and what else? What am I missing? We need omega-3s. Omega-3 oh, okay. is great. It's in flaxseed, it's in nuts and seeds, and it's very anti-inflammatory. And what it does is when we ingest it, it helps stabilize those oil gland secretions that we talked about from those little oil glands that sit behind our eyelashes. Uh, Omega-3 is great. And vitamin C, we want to stay hydrated with, if you add some water and lemon, which is rich in vitamin C, that's a great antioxidant and that will keep you hydrated longer. Perfect. All great tips. So I know the Clarity Wipes are officially available for um, anyone who would like to make a purchase through Silvasa's website. So who would these wipes be perfect for? I would say they're perfect for everybody. But specifically, the woman that is very busy and that is not having the time necessarily to take care of themselves the way that they want to or the way that they should, I think the Silvasa wipes are a great way to kind of hydrate the eyes and give them some refreshing relief while doing something good for the eyes as well. Are they going to prevent anything for us, you know, prevent any type of irritations or, you know, eye diseases that we may get from using other products? Absolutely. They're going to help prevent inflammation. They're going to balance the microbiome. And those two things together are going to help us age better and they're going to make us feel better. And they will help limit the damage that we might be doing with other products. They'll help reverse that damage. One thing that I really appreciated, you put two makeup remover wipes in each little packet, as opposed to just having, you know, a big box of them. Is there any rhyme or reason behind that? They're sterile packaging. So the eyes are very special and we believe that each eye should have its own wipe for one-time use. 
and it makes it very easy for traveling. Exactly. Yeah, it's very easy to travel. We just put that wipes couple packets in your bag and you're ready to go. Cleaning the eyes is so important. It's really important to clean that delicate eyelid skin with ingredients that won't harm the skin, but will also help the skin and will also nourish the eyelashes. Sometimes we don't realize, but when our eyelashes are not healthy, they actually can fall out. They can grow in misdirected directions, which is really hard to put mascara if one lash is pointing one way and the other is pointing a different way. Mm -hmm. So it's keeping those lashes nourished and healthy is so important for our health and our eye beauty. Nourished with like, what, coconut oil and natural oils like that? With our complex. Our, our patented complex has many ingredients that deliver omega-3, that deliver anti-inflammatory nourishments. So the wipes sound really great and they sound like um, they were made to protect and to improve our eye health. So with that said, can we use them anytime, even if we don't have makeup on? Absolutely. It will only make your eyes feel more refreshed. It will give your eyes some nourishment. Uh, so it's not just a makeup remover, but it can also be used to to just have some some self-care. So the, the wipes can be used to not only remove makeup, but they can also be used as some self-care time for the specifically the eyes. I see that we have all learned so much from this episode of The Beauty Construct. Thank you so much for joining us. And as the saying goes, the eyes are the window to the soul. So look deeply, my friends, with the healthiest eyes possible. Here at The Beauty Construct, we believe in gratitude, kindness, and positivity. We practice mindfulness and we do our very best to find the beauty in every single situation. I'd like to thank our guest today and thank all of you for listening. May you continue to practice mindfulness today, tomorrow, and always. The Beauty Construct is brought to you by Selvasa. Learn more at selvasalife.com. <laughs>